Hello. So when was the last time you felt you were wronged by someone for something small? How quickly did you forgive them? Did you forgive them? What about something big, something that hurt you deeply? Were you able to forgive them for that? What about when someone hurt a friend or a family member? Were you able to let that go? This whole concept of forgiveness is somewhat confusing to people. We may feel that if we forgive someone, we're letting them get away with it, right? Saying what they did is okay, but forgiveness really isn't about the other person at all. It's about you. Steadfastly refusing to forgive a wrong hurts us. So does hiding or ignoring the pain it causes. We may run over and over the event, remembering only that wrong and shutting out positive events that happen too, digging our own black hole of resentment. It's not okay for people to treat us unkindly or to cause us pain. If we're hurt or angry, that's a natural reaction to a painful event. Like putting your hand on a hot stove. We know not to do that again, right? But we also need to think more about forgiveness. We don't have to be a doormat or passive in order to forgive. Forgiving is not forgetting or excusing. Remembering the event is what keeps us from getting hurt again. Telling the person over and over we can't forgive them, shaming or humiliating, constantly putting it in their face is returning the hurt and hurts us both. Over and over until there's resentment on both sides. Dr. Fred Luskin, director of the Stanford Forgiveness Project and author of Forgive for Good, breaks it down this way. With forgiveness, we have a choice. We can forgive and give the offender another chance, or we can forgive and move on with our life. The choice is ours and no one else's. Forgiveness means you make peace with a bitter part of your past and no longer lay the blame for your experience of it or your feelings at the feet of the person who hurt you. We can forgive and let the hurt go without reconciling with the person. Now, if you choose rec reconciliation, it means you reestablish a relationship with that person who hurt you. It still doesn't mean what they did was okay, but that you recognize their humanity. Maybe offer them a little compassion. Obviously, there are lots of times when renewing the relationship is just not a smart option. An abusive relationship, something that caused great harm, or one in which we're led to do things that we really know we shouldn't do, like drugs or alcohol. Those are great examples of when we can forgive and release the relationship. Others, like maybe an argument with a family member, a coworker, or a friend, we may realize that we're all human. We all have struggles that the world just may not see. Finding room in our hearts for forgiveness and reconciliation may allow us to renew a good relationship with compassion and kindness. Archbishop Desmond Tutu says this, when we ignore the pain, it grows bigger and bigger, like an abscess that's never drained. Eventually, it's going to rupture. When that happens, it can reach into every area of our lives, our health, our families, our jobs, our friendships, even our faith, and our very ability to feel joy may be diminished by the fallout from resentment, anger, and hurts that never got named. This idea of naming the hurt resonates with so many of us who have joined the Me Too movement recently. 
And how many of us have held that pain for months or years only to find the person who hurt us has moved on, forgotten, or never even realized they hurt us at all? Telling our stories helps us to release some of that pain. Let it air and open the doors to letting go of that pain and resentment, which is causing us damage, sometimes more than the original offense. Writing it down, journaling, telling it to a close friend or family member, or maybe the person who hurt you. Only you can decide when the time is right, if it is at all. But the truth remains that we need to acknowledge the hurt in order to deal with it instead of dwelling on it and nurturing that pain, self-pity, or anger within our hearts that diminishes us, not the perpetrator. They may not even know about the pain you suffer. And in that case, it's all on you, not them. Remember that the other person may not even see what they've done. After all, who goes around seeing themselves as the villain in their own story? Take a look inside your heart. What hidden bruises are there if you look? Is it time to let go of some of them? To tell the story and take a fresh look at it? Is it time to think about forgiveness? Now give yourself some time with this one. And I highly recommend Desmond Tutu's book, The Book of Forgiving, and Dr. Luskin's Forgive for Good. Both of these are excellent books on understanding not just what forgiveness is, but the path to forgiveness and some beautiful examples of how people have learned to forgive. Thank you.